welcome to the Sex, Self, and Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Fatima, but you can call me Tima. This is a lifestyle podcast focused on sex, self, and relationships. This podcast will provide sex education, focusing especially on female pleasure. We will discuss self-development and how we can become the best versions of ourselves, all while exploring our relationships and how we can show up as our best for all of them. Welcome. Many of us were raised to understand the importance of forgiving others, but very little of us were raised to understand the importance of forgiving ourselves. Forgiveness in any relationship strengthens love and reconnects relationship during moments of disagreement. So forgiveness in a relationship is very valuable because both love and connection is needed to sustain a healthy relationship, especially the one we have with ourselves. Without practice, self-forgiveness can be more challenging to do because when we make mistakes, we're not only dealing with the discomfort of the negative feelings that come with the mistakes that we made and being misaligned with our values, we also have to deal with listening to our disappointed inner critic. And we all know our inner critic can be sometimes way too raw, way too brutal, and just way too bold. When we don't have tools in place to practice self-forgiveness, we're more likely to self-attack, experience low self-esteem, and feel depressed, anxious, and disconnected from ourselves. Here are four easy steps I currently use regularly to process forgiving myself. It's not about getting it perfect. It's not about always being able to forgive yourself. It's about being aware of when you need to forgive yourself and doing it at that moment. But don't be too hard on yourself if you don't get it right initially. It's going to take time. And the more you practice, the easier it gets. You've had most of your life to practice forgiving others. It's going to take some time to learn how to forgive yourself too. So let's get into it. First step of self-forgiveness. Face it. You can't forgive yourself until you can acknowledge the mistake you made. Face the fact that you are not perfect and the decision you made doesn't align with your value. This step is very challenging for a lot of people, and I get it. It's very challenging for me as well. Our mind has a funny way of filtering out reality to protect our self-image. There's been so many mistakes I've made in the past that, honestly, I didn't even want to accept the truth in my head. I didn't want to face the mistake because if I acknowledge it, that means I have to also acknowledge the fact that I was wrong. Or maybe I'm not the good person that I thought I was. Or maybe I'm not as kind as I thought I was. So I run away from the mistake. I try to ignore the mistake in my mind. I don't sit with the mistake. So it's almost like it never happened. But in order to forgive myself, I need to acknowledge the mistake. So what ends up happening is when you cannot face the mistake, you just continue the mistake. Nothing changes because you're in denial. This is because our mistakes can sometimes feel like a scary, huge monster to run away from because it's attached to so much shame and guilt that it's like, nah, I I don't want to face that. I am not wrong. I ain't make no mistakes. The thing I've noticed from my experience is when I actually finally decide to face the mistake, it's often not as scary as I thought it would be. Yes, the mistake sucks. And I could say, you know what? I fucked up there or I made that mistake. But it's never as bad as 
the fear I create in my head to avoid the mistake. And once you acknowledge the mistake, you can't unacknowledge it. You can't pretend like it didn't happen. Now you've already faced it. Both your subconscious and your conscious mind are on the same page. They've shaked hand on it. We know we made this mistake. This doesn't align with our image, but we've made this mistake. There's no going back. So now we go to step two. Feel it. Once you face the mistake, once you face what you did that does not align with your value, the emotions will flow because you're not suppressing what happened anymore. You're not filtering out reality. You're not lying to yourself. You've already faced it. So the emotions will naturally flow. These feelings won't feel good or comfortable. They will feel like shit, but they will pass. When the feelings start to arise, it can be very tempting to distract yourself. At least it is for me to want to distract yourself with overthinking the mistake and replaying them over and over in your mind. Keep in mind, this is a trap. Once you've already faced a mistake, you've already acknowledged with your subconscious mind and your conscious mind that this does not align with our value. I dropped the ball on this. You don't need to keep repeating it over and over in your mind. That's just your way of punishing yourself. We don't want to stay in this mental space. You've already acknowledged what you did, how you messed up. Now, step two requires you to feel it. Whenever you catch yourself overthinking how you messed up and just staying in that space of punishing yourself mentally, refocus your attention on what you're feeling and not what you're thinking. So whenever you catch yourself thinking about the thoughts over and over, pause for a second and ask yourself, How does this make me feel? You're going to overthink. It's hard not to. It's hard not to for me, at least. But whenever you catch yourself overthinking, pause and say, how does this make me feel? And then sit with that feeling. Refocus your attention on the feeling and not the thoughts. How does this make me feel? This makes me feel angry. This makes me feel embarrassed. Focus on that feeling of embarrassment. Focused on the feeling of anger. That's how you feel it instead of just thinking it. And feeling it will allow you to process the experience through your body. The third step, fix it. You've already faced it. You felt it. Now you know what the problem is and how it makes you feel. Now is the time to develop a plan to fix the mistake or avoid it from repeating itself again. Not all mistakes can be fixed but you definitely can have a plan for the future to make it not happen again. Last and final step for forgiving yourself is affirm it. You have to affirm forgiveness. This is when the practice of forgiveness comes in. Repeat to yourself until you believe it. These are a few affirmations I use to forgive myself on a regular basis. These can be modified to fit your specific experiences. The first one is, it's okay to make mistakes. I look at myself in the mirror and I tell myself, it's okay to make mistakes. Two, I forgive myself for the mistakes I made. Three, I'm not perfect and I don't need to be perfect to be loved. Four, I love myself regardless of my imperfections. Five, I'm not my mistakes. Six, it's okay to be wrong, which is actually one of my favorite. I remind myself this on a regular basis. If I'm driving and I made a mistake, it's okay to be wrong. Or if someone calls me out and I'm feeling defensive, I remind myself, it's okay to be wrong. 
every time it's okay to be wrong. Not only does it allow me to be compassionate towards myself, but it also just relieves a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety to be perfect all the time. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. I forgive myself. And those are my four steps. Those are the four steps that I take on a regular basis to help me forgive myself. I hope they work for you. They're pretty straightforward. The steps are pretty easy to understand, but not exactly always easy to do. But like I said before, with more practice, you'll get better at it. I hope these tools help you. I hope you're able to forgive yourself for any mistakes you might have done in the past. You deserve it for sure. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Please like, share, and most importantly, leave reviews to help the podcast grow. For more information on the resources used in this episode, please refer to the links in the bio. Thank you.